Got a tweet from Mike Arias who says, Trav, how did you do in your Survivor League this weekend? Mike, I mentioned it earlier, but since you asked and in case anybody else didn't hear it and may be curious, I lost. That's the bad news. The good news is so did the other two guys. So we're all still alive in the Eliminator Pool. Um, Sleek, can I give you the three games I got my eyes on? You want to weigh in on this real quick? Yeah, I do. Real quick. Any chance that the person that kept wanting wanting to keep going before – now that he has an L, does he kind of get some cold feet, or is he telling? Obviously, I, my guess is no, because this is the second time this has happened. This is the second time the three of us have all lost on the same weekend, and it keeps going. Um, San Francisco at Seattle, that's on a Thursday. So a short week, rookie quarterback on the road. Okay. Don't love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, But I haven't taken San Francisco yet. They look really, really good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Indy at Minnesota. I haven't taken Minnesota yet. So Minnesota just got beat by Detroit. I think Minnesota's what ten and three. Yeah, they're, yeah, ten. They're, they're terrible. They're, ten and three. I couldn't agree more. But they are ten and three. Yeah. They're playing against a bad indie team at home, coming off of a loss. And then Cincinnati, who's hot as a firecracker right now, going to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are crappy. Those are the three options. Those are my three best options. I would go Vikings if I was you. I think that's where I'm leaning as well, Al. Yeah, I'll take my chances uh, with Vikings Indy. What time of the day is the Vikings game? home game? You said <laughs> it's a Vikings are the of the three options I have. The Vikings That's the are the home. only home. Yeah, I'm team. doing that. I'm is it a primetime game? It is not a primetime okay, game. Okay, so it's uh, Kirk Cousins hour. I also want to know this from um, John today, maybe in Super Crosstalk, like the history of this eliminated pool. Has it ever gone this far? Well, we're going, what's next? Next week's week 15. Mm-hmm. That's super late. I have a feeling okay, that's what, a super late point. Yeah, I was going to say, what happens if this continues? I don't, do we go into the playoffs and you can start over with who you want? At some point, I think maybe nobody get the line, wins hack anything. And then <laughs> everybody's goes back in next year. next year. It's like a skins game. It just <laughs> keeps rolling over again, <laughs> over and over again until somebody finally gets it done. Speaking of football picks, did you look, Emily? I know I did terribly this week. No, you didn't. <laughs> I thought I did bad. No. How'd it go? You had six points. Okay, not bad. You won your four-point game and your two-point game. Alrighty. I don't think and then I did you well, won the week, Travis. Is that right? Well, since you bring it up, I mean, I did again, <laughs> but only I only got seven, so I only okay. Extended so you my have a you one. have a three point lead how, over me. How bad was the damage? Uh, uh, Taylor had four. How bad was the damage? Hey. Taylor had four. <laughs> We're good. Let's move on. Lakers six and six, uh, three four. and three on the road trip. You had two. Which game? Uh, you got Denver right. Was it possible to get two ones? <laughs> 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 You got Denver. Did I have two ones out there. You had Denver. In uh, that's a good strategy. Spot. I'm going to go yeah. against everything you guys had because I'm going to gain some points. <laughs> I'm further back. Uh, further I back have 78. Emily has 75. Slee, you got to get going. Taylor's going to catch you. What are we at? Uh, Slee's got 60, and Taylor's got 52. So you're one bad week with. Well, I, I'd, safe, man. I'd rather be last than third. Well, you're, nobody's going to remember you're, third. You're, you're heading in the right direction. <laughs> Come on, Taylor, okay, pick it up. Eight, eight weeks left for him to make up eight points. I think he could do it. I think Emily's going to come from uh, from behind to win the regular season, and then I'll show up and win the playoffs. Like I don't I know about do. that. <laughs> Will you guys? You're not going to win the playoffs. I'm going to tell you that right now. Eh, we'll you're see. not winning the playoffs. I mean, I did last year. Yeah, but you lost in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's why I'm going to slowly start to bleed points to get some momentum going into the postseason. I'm putting up a regular season banner. I'm putting up <laughs> like the Colorado Rockies, <laughs> wild card champions, 1998. Right, just throw it See up. See that there. right there? Why is that in our place? But uh, Travis, you need to pull like a Dodger move where you're like, you, you've been leading this whole time. You've been I at need the front of this. You need, yeah, you need to. You need to 
catch fire in a different way. Trav, you just come over. There's just like a family <laughs> photo and then a banner of. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, all right. I well, win another week. Just I oh, suck. Since you asked, I have six weekly wins. Emily's got three and a half. Taylor's got three. Got a half. You've got a point five. All right. You've got a point. You split. Now, I don't want Taylor that to once. change. I want that one to stay. Because if you can go 17, 18 weeks of NFL football. It's a football mathematical impossibility, And get right? a point five weeks, in winnings. I want that one to stay as is. What's because? What if I get a one and a half? What does that mean? It means nothing. <laughs> well, we'll get see. a half. We will see. Um, all right. So Lakers go three and three on their six game road trip. And when the trip started, when we were talking about it, yeah. and, and I said, and I it was with uh, Momo and, and, and Mace, and I think John was here before they left on the trip. We were talking about what may constitute a successful road trip. And I think the consensus in the room was, you know, if you win two of these, I think you're okay. Well, they did better than that. They won three of them, including a really nice win against yeah. the Bucks to open the trip up. They had a chance. Now, Philly had to kind of come back to the pack a little bit, but they had a chance to win the game in Philly. The two toughest games on the trip, arguably, were the two games that they played the best. They beat Detroit last night. Detroit's lousy, but yeah. I'm having a hard time coming up with anything other than that was a very successful six-game road trip to come back having split those games and played well against two very good opponents. So you've looked at the Lakers. We've looked at them a little bit differently. You want to see how are you doing against good opponents. Yeah. I'd like to see... At some point, you got to start stacking up some W's. You got to start winning some games here, right? It's not they're reasonable. They're thirteenth in the standings in the Western Conference. Are they still thirteenth? Not that the I, I think they're maybe three games behind sixth. So look how close. How many teams you have bunched together in the Western Conference? But I have a little bit of a bittersweet taste in my mouth when it comes to the road trip. And I'll, let, let me explain what I mean. They play their first game against the Milwaukee Bucks. We talked about it. Bucks played well. Giannis had 40. Drew Holiday dropped 28. Chris Middleton came back. Lakers won in Milwaukee against the Bucks team that didn't. They weren't awful. Lakers played as good as them. the Bucks did. Yeah. So to beat them. Start out 1 and 0. Pay the Washington Wizards after that. Bradley Beal's out 3 minutes into the game. Their Wizards are not a good team. You're 2 and 0. So I get the whole Well, let's look at it before the road trip started. But I just want to point out that when they got to 2-0, and all you got to now do is just win one of those games against the Cavs, the Raptors, or the Sixers. Yep. Just win one of those three games. Yep. Okay, but we didn't really get to see a full Lakers team. AD played eight minutes against the Cavaliers and then leaves because he has the flu. LeBron and Anthony Davis don't play against the uh, Raptors in the following game. So really it just kind of came down to, for me, was Friday night in Philadelphia. If the Lakers can beat the Sixers, who at the time that they played them, Sixers were 500. They lost three games in a row. They're trying to get James Harden. James Harden's played about 10 games so far this year, trying to get him back. But it was kind of that mano-a-mano matchup. It was Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, and it's kind of another chance to see how the Lakers would do in that situation. Trav, AD had three fouls in the first seven minutes yeah. of the game. So there was frustration about AD. You got to, Michael and I were talking about this in the pregame show, you got to know, you got to keep yourself in the game. You know, fouling uh, Tobias Harris in the first quarter to get your third foul is not as important as just being in the game. So that game kind of, you know, it set it off for me that they really did have a chance to win that game. I mean, they they came back. Sleazy almost stole it anyway. They were down 16 with four minutes left to go. Yeah. They're down 10 with two minutes left to go. I don't know what the Sixers were doing. They completely fall apart. But Anthony Davis had the ball in his hands. Down one with the ball for two free throws. Hit the first one, 
missed the second one. They could have walked away in Philly getting that win. I think any Laker fan would take three and three. I'm not trying to pour cold water on three and three. What I'm trying to say is they're still eleven and fifteen. They dug themselves such a hole with that two and ten start. They did that. You just want to see make up a little bit of ground. You got Boston, Denver still coming up. You got at Dallas, at Miami, at Atlanta, at Phoenix, at Sacramento, just in the month of December. So they still got a lot of tough games left. It, it, you bring up a good point that right now at 11 and 15, they're below the play in line, right? They're in 12th place, but they're only three games out of being in the middle of the pack. Yeah. It, it's not I like the Clippers got, are six or right, something. You, well, you look at the, the Sac- Sacramento is three and a half games ahead of them, Portland is three games ahead of them, the Clippers are three games ahead of them. Like the, all of those teams in the middle. That's them having a good week and Sacramento having a bad week, and bam, they flip spots. It it could happen that quickly. I'm pleased with where they are because two and ten was right on the cusp of the season's over. It really was for the reasons that you're talking about. Two and ten means now you got to go eight and two at some point. No margin for error. No margin for error because eventually you just even if you get back to where you were, you've you've dug yourself this hole. Well, they did go eight and two. They they dug themselves out of the hole because I think they're probably about a 500 team, maybe a little bit better than that, maybe a little bit worse, but somewhere in there. We'll see what they do with their roster. We'll see if they make a move going forward. We can talk about that coming up in just a bit. But I'm very bullish on where this this the start of that trip could have been two and six or two and four. It could have been one and five. There was a there's a possibility where they could have lost every game on that trip. Unlikely they'd lose in Detroit, but. They could have be surprised. It was a game yesterday. They could have ended their season on this trip. It could have gone a point where Mm. okay, this whole thing came unglued, and it didn't. They're in the mix. They're not great. They need to they need to make some moves if that's what they want to do. I still don't like that idea, but they're in the mix in the middle of December, which in the middle of November felt like a pipe dream. Mm. If if you would have said in the middle of November. When they're two and ten, yeah, will, will they be in the mix in a month? No, man, they're not. Look, look, look at what we're seeing. They are. Hmm. That's a really positive step in the right direction. Well, just a, a playoff. One other thing you said: if there's one thing that I thought was going to be great to watch, and we're still going to get those opportunities in December because there's so many tough matchups. You wanted to see them. Hey, how do they look full strength against Cleveland? How do they look full strength against Toronto? And you didn't have AD in one of those games. You didn't have AD and LeBron in the other one. But so, isn't that going to be the reality of but, them but, going forward? But I, the, the reason why I mention is to make a case that if both of those players play in both of those games, they probably go one and one in those two games. They probably go four and two on the road trip. So it's actually kind of placed to what you were just saying. I, I'm as optimistic about this team as I've been at any point in the entire season, at any point in the entire off season. But now the question is, and we're getting closer to that date where you can trade everybody. What is it, December fifteenth, where yeah, everybody up. can move? Mm-hmm. So do they start to move, guys? That's coming up next. Plus, Emily has a dilemma. Does she gamble a little bit or does she play it safe? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Emily, I'll let you set this up. You have a chance to either make some money, lose some money, make somebody's day. What the... What are you going through? Take the Jags, the over. <laughs> All right, so. Never um, bet against the Jags. I, I got <laughs> Trevor Lawrence looked like Joe Montana yesterday. It's like, what? He's what sitting the? in my fantasy. He's on the bench. He's been on the bench all year. Of course he is. He's terrible. And he had 33. I'm like, what does that even mean? I didn't even know he could have that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, if you guys remember, there's the whole Ticketmaster thing with Taylor Swift. Everyone getting really mad at, at Ticketmaster. Uh, I was able to get tickets with me and my friends. Um, but I received an email this morning from Ticketmaster saying, "Why was the ta- the Taylor Swift <laughs> Ticketmaster story bigger than like the midterm election? Because <laughs> more people are trying to get tickets to Taylor uh, Swift than that they are was on. Every, I'd go on. I'd go on uh, Politico, and it's like here's Taylor Swift is mad at Ticketmaster. I'm like, guys, we'd have a couple more important stories than that. <laughs> Nothing more important You're than that. Radicalizing Swifties. It's it's been a lot, but um, so." When I got the tickets, I bought them through my friend. Um, my friend got the tickets for all of us, but I also had a pre-sale code, which I got for being a quote-unquote verified fan. And so, this morning, I woke up to an email saying, Hello, Emily, you were a verified fan. I saw that you didn't get tickets, so you had the opportunity to buy two tickets to a Taylor Swift concert at a certain date. So, here's where I sit. I have my tickets already. I like the tickets that I have. I'm not going to sell those tickets. But... I have, A, the opportunity to buy tickets and resell. So I can buy these two tickets, resell them. Flip them. Yeah, flip them. I have the opportunity to buy the tickets and then sell them to a friend that I have several friends that really want tickets that don't have tickets, sell to face value to these friends that don't have the opportunity to buy tickets. Or, three, don't do anything, sit by, don't spend money, and just don't do anything at all. What do you guys think? So you wouldn't be making money off them, you'd just be doing a good deed to your friends? If I did the face value for my friends that want tickets. What are the odds that the tickets that you would purchase would be more lucrative on the secondary market than what you paid for them? Because here here's here's my my gut reaction, M, is that if they're doubling back to you, that means there's more tickets available than they thought that they were going to need. That if they're actively trying to say, hey, you want some more? Right. That, that leads me to believe that demand is relatively yeah, low because she's got like 10 shows It's and so still fly. not on general sale, though. So this is only to select people with pre-sale coach. She is not opening it up to ge- with general With a certain sale. percentage on Spotify. <laughs> you had to meet that threshold on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, you had to be the top 10% sure. somewhere right. like that. Yeah. That's right. So it's... It's an an point okay. where there is not a lot of seats. Here's here's saying. my question. My question is, um, is it significant what you would be selling them for, of what you're paying? Is it pretty significant? Do you have any idea, or you have not done that research? Yet? I have not done what the tickets I could be purchasing are, are are worth. So I don't. So I bought my tickets for a certain amount, but I don't know if the tickets I could buy off of this two ticket thing would be yeah. that same price range. If it would be more, if it'd be less, because that's because it could be like a five hundred seat at SoFi, and you know it's less, but people would still want to buy it. Find out. Find out first. How much these tickets are would be worth in the secondary market? I'd, it could I'd be have, up to like seven hundred dollars. There are people that would do like a K for some of these. I would have some curiosity of what that would look like for sure. I would also, if these are close friends of yours and they're just trying to do everything they can, and you're basically 
you know, if if you let them buy those tickets, now they can actually go, and they're good friends of yours. You know, you could hang out with yeah. them for that night or whatever night you guys are going. Probably wouldn't sit near us, but like it'd be different. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys are buying me some drinks when we're at SoFi, and <laughs> either way, you win. What I wouldn't do is not do anything if there's actually value to the tickets. If the worst case scenario is you just flip them to your friends for what you paid for them, that you, you got to yeah. buy them. Yeah. Do yeah. that. Yeah. You it seems like a good, uh, especially for our friends who can't get the tickets. Pay okay. Them. Most important question of the day so far: Do your the people that you're talking about that would want to go to this? And I think I know the answer. Do they listen to this show? They don't. Okay, so you're good. So we can talk about this openly. Yeah. Because they're your yeah. old roommates. <laughs> B- buy them anyway and, and put them up and see what you get. And, and if they don't, if you don't get what you're looking for right away, then give them to your friends. Okay, what's mm-hmm. the price? What's the price that you tell your friends, I love you guys, you guys are good people, half my rent was just paid this month. What is like... I'm tr- what if she can make so much more on that secondary market? Do they know you have access to buy these tickets? Um, no, then they don't. You, you don't let them know until you're going to give them to them. Yeah, but you still have to sleep on the same pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I have sleep to. Also, I, I, but I also feel I feel like gross. But she's about not this taking it away from them. They don't okay, even know what do you, there. What do you mean you feel gross? I'm I'm, I'm curious. What do you, what do you mean by I that? I would feel gross because like. Okay, the the narrative is that she's doing this because she wants verified fans, fans that really want to be there to, to be yeah. there. Oh. And if I sell it on the secondary market, like who knows who's buying these tickets? It might be just someone that's like, uh, okay, them let, let me ask more. you this, and and I'm really truly asking, who cares? Do you I care? Do. Okay, I, I, then if I you do, principal. Well, do. I thought the guilty conscience was that her <laughs> no. she wasn't getting tickets she and giving them want, to her friends. She doesn't want Taylor to have to perform in his, in front of somebody <laughs> who might not be as invested in it as she is. Am I but right? I also I, yes, and I also do want like good fans to be there. I also want like my. Anybody who wants that I know to get tickets, okay, like I want to get tickets. What like, do you mean by good fans? Because <laughs> if you're saying if I have, we'll use the Raiders and the Rams as an example, right? You're a Rams season ticket holder. You sell the tickets. Now you're selling them to Raider fans. That I I get it's that. Different, yeah. I don't think there's an audience going there that's Gonna rooting buy. against Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Laser pointer in her eye. So, so what do you mean by by a bad fan? I don't like, know. I just want everyone to be like really invested in like you know because it, it it was a hard thing to get the tickets in the first place. So it's yeah. like I don't know. I I'm kind now of I kind of want a bad fan to get them. I'm not gonna <laughs> no. lie. Now now now, now, now I want someone who would rather be anywhere else to be in the building. <laughs> I can't like somebody that does it because their daughter their wife wants to go. Right. And they're they go. This is awful. <laughs> That, I, I guess food. the question comes down to the question it comes down to is you can basically if you can sort of pay for your tickets by buying these and putting them back up if that's more valuable to you than hooking up a couple friends and making them pay face value yeah. that's what it comes down to so but if you have guys have opinions about what I, you think I should do wait on the, on the phone eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six or tweet at me and the, and the guys and you know give me advice I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a bind make your money. Money, 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 money. That's what it should be. Cash. <laughs> what is that? I'm just saying. That's what it should be. I, I, I'm, I'm financially motivated. I like to make sure that, uh, like, if I can pay with, if I can pay for something with another something, I'm going to do that. Well, what's amazing is, of all the options, I did not know what was giving her a guilty conscience was. What will Taylor? What would Taylor Swift do? Or what would Taylor Swift's people I, maybe I'll buy want her to do? I'll, I'll pay the premium, and I'm going to give it to two just people that hate it, <laughs> just to go in there like and John Mayer. They, yeah, just go in there and make it as miserable as they can for somebody else. All right, so what's today? The twelfth. Happy birthday, boy. Uh, 
the Lakers and everybody else, for that matter, in the league yeah. can trade all the people that they signed in the offseason become av- not everybody, but just about everybody becomes available to move. Patrick after, Beverly is Patrick kind of that Beverly big name. is a perfect yeah. example where That's now all of a sudden name. you can move him. Mm-hmm. You couldn't move him prior to the fifteenth. It opens up a lot of possibilities for the Lakers, and because of what we were talking about a minute ago, that they're kind of in it. They're, they're not in it in the sense like I think they're going to win the championship, but they're in it in the sense that there's ways making to improve the, playoffs, the roster and yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and getting in the playoffs and maybe at least giving somebody a fight. Sure, you know maybe that's something that you do. I I, I think that. You need to evaluate what the option is specifically. If the options include future first round picks necessarily, I think you got to be incredibly cautious about doing something like that. But if it's, hey, I'll trade your guy for my guy when neither one of us are particularly thrilled, let's try a new. Yeah, I'm okay for something like that. So I, I think, if, if, by the way, if I had to lay this out, and I don't know how Laker fans feel on this, but let me paint this picture for you, Trev. They. Lakers make a move, and they get better, okay? But it's not one of those blockbuster moves. It's not going to be the Russell Westbrook, and it's right. a couple first-rounders in this. They just kind of they tinker a little bit with what the lineup is. By the way, here's the reality. They don't have to trade Russ now. Remember, you have until the trade deadline. February? Okay? February. I don't know what the date is this year, but yeah, it's usually – Right around that, you know, first couple of weeks of February or so. So Russ has actually been a really nice piece off the bench. He has. We're not talking about no, him that he, much. It's been, it's worked out as well as you could have yeah. possibly hoped for. Um, he's he's has a role. He's still getting starter type of minutes, yep. but the way they're using him, it's it just seems a lot more effective. If I told you that the Lakers could make a move and it's going to cost them. Um, it's going to cost them a couple second rounders, okay? Um, and Patrick Beverly is part of that deal. And another name that really has done nothing for the Lakers, Kendrick Nunn, is a part of that deal. But they could get a guy and it fulfills something that the, they need right now. You know what they don't have? They don't have wings and they don't have consistent shooters. Mm-hmm. Let's say they can fulfill that portion of it. And the Lakers made it to the playoffs and lost in a in a first-round matchup against the Denver Nuggets, and it went six or seven games. I'm not telling you that it's okay. What I'm telling you is that you do want to see them, if they could be in the mix and they didn't have to mortgage everything for it, you know, anything can happen. I'm not telling you that they're going to go win the whole thing. What I'm telling you is what team in the Western Conference has also kind of run away with everything. Right. So I, I, I agree with that, by the way. I think if your move is... Those second-round picks that you're talking about, something like that that will take you from where you are. And, and let's be optimistic. Let's say that it takes you from where you are, and all of a sudden you're in fifth or sixth place in the Western Conference, and you have a chance to win an opening-round playoff series. Okay? Sure. Let's take a shot. But if the if the move is to move those first-round draft picks, or even just one of those first-round draft picks. Which it might pick, take that. Which it might, it might take, take that, that to mm-hmm. To achieve the same result, not interested. Because what you're talking about is, let's go from where we are right now, which is in 12th place, to let's move in, and again, being optimistic, maybe you move somewhere, you know, four, five, six, somewhere like that. But do you have a chance to win a championship? Probably not, right? Probably not. So those first-round draft picks leaving, now you're in fourth or fifth place longer, 
right? I don't. The idea for the Lakers, in my opinion, is to win championships. Is to make sure that you want to get back to championship caliber as quickly as possible. Yeah. If that means it's two years away, then you have to grit your teeth for a couple of years and wait a couple of years. But if this is, hey, we can go from eleventh or twelfth to fourth or fifth, but we're going to be in fourth or fifth for four years. I have no interest in that. There's, I do not have any interest in being in the middle longer. I, I'd rather, I be, I'd rather be at the bottom for a shorter period of time to get back to the top. The middle holds no interest Here, for me. Here's why. The only <clears throat> the only way I'd go against that argument is this. I'd go against that argument because what if the Lakers continue to have some pretty good wins? What if they got Boston tomorrow? They got a, at Phoenix coming up. They got this. What if they can show that, look, we're not perfect every night. Yeah. Sometimes our guys are in the game. Sometimes they're not. But we can play against some of these good teams. The separation is not as huge of a gap as you think. I think they would roll the dice and say, okay, if I'm going to get into a playoff series, there's no one in the West that's running away with anything. If that's how they feel, then give it a shot. That That's the only thing that I would say is I think they believe – if I got AD in a seven-game set, I got Braun in a seven-game set, I got these other role players, I feel like, and I got to go up against the Clippers, mm-hmm. or I got to go up against the Nuggets, or I got to go up against the Pelicans, who are number one in the West right now, I think they're kind of saying to themselves, all right, we'll take our chances against these squads. This is where you need to be ruthless in your self-evaluation. You need to really understand, this is what I... Best case scenario, can I get into the conference finals? Okay, what is the likelihood of best case scenario? And if it's the most likely scenario, not the best, but the thing that if we ran this 100 times, it ends up like this, 65. You know, you got 10 great, 10 terrible, and then everything else is kind of right in here. If that still lands me out in the first round or thereabout, I want to do that longer? I don't. If you're, if they genuinely believe that those moves can put you into the, hey, look, we got a shot, mm-hmm. then go for it. But if this is just to get incrementally better, I would keep, I, I would, I would run well, the opposite direction. If there's one thing, I think everybody in the West right now is saying to themselves, and even the East, no one's running away with anything. No, Celtics until the Warriors got them the other night, but they, uh, the Warriors. I was telling Michael because Michael's always, you know, obviously so critical on the Warriors. I get it; they have not played good. I'm like Michael. No one will want to play the Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah. They just won't. So they're they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll um, be okay. They, they've got Steph Curry on their team. Couldn't agree they've more. Got Clay and Draymond. They'll, they'll they'll be all right. Not too worried about it. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news: ad free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com/ESPNPods. That's Amazon.com/ESPNPods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, 
Rich A gets it. He tweets at me. He says, honestly, if I could hook up my friends with tickets for a band or artist we both are into, and I would love to share that experience with them, memories over money. He gets it. He gets my conundrum that I have here with his Taylor Swift tickets. Well, is that that the angle you're going to take? I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. So how does he get it? (laughs) He does get it, though. He gets like, he gets gets it. But are you on that? Are you on that same page? I have to see how much it is. I have to see how much it is. So, memories over money until we hit the number. Hey, guys, and they're paying for it. We're on the same page. And then she's like, but I'm not sure. No, no, they're paying for it. But the point is, like, let's uh, round numbers. Let's say you buy them for 100, but you could sell them for 1,000. Yeah. yeah, a little different. <laughs> if you could buy them for a hundred and sell them for a hundred fifty, then you give them to your. That's friends. when you right. tell your friends if you if you're selling <laughs> it for a thousand, I'm sure Netflix will have a special on this. Watch the whole concert. I'll, I'll live stream it for yeah. you. That's it. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, speaking of money, so um, I I don't do this often, but that I kind of talk myself into this. Uh, I bought a piece of artwork and I've been wanting it for a long time and it's a little more expensive than I would normally pay for something. But I told myself, oh, it's just a Christmas gift to myself. So you buy Christmas gifts for yourself. Uh, Travis, cut your cap. I don't. Um, I, 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 I'm okay with the I, the concept of it all. I this, this I, I don't know. I'll tell, tell me what you think of this. Okay. When I find something that I want or need, I buy it. Okay. Right? I don't wait for like a birthday or, or or something like that or tell Susan to the kid like, hey, I'd like to have X, Y, Z. If I see something I want, I'll I'll buy it. And and if I don't, I'll keep it moving. But yeah, so I I, I get it, but I don't do it because yeah. I'll do that in August for no reason. I'll say, oh, that's a, a new sandwich, 60 degree. Oh, look at that. 12 degree bounce. I've been looking for one of those. Yeah, I'll take that. Al? Not good at this, Cap. I do not buy myself. I'm too busy judging myself and what I'm doing with my life that it kind of takes away from buying something for myself. Um, no, I don't do this. I And I don't do enough of just even the simple thing. I, I guess there's certain things. If I want to go, there's a concert that I really like, or there's a place that I want to go visit. Like I want to go, um, whatever, if I want to go to La Paz, something like yeah, that, right? <laughs> I, I use that as an example. I find myself taking care of myself with something like that yeah. and less, you know, hey, I really want that, whatever it is. Experience over yeah, I guess a big experience. ticket item. If yeah. you see it and you want it and it's not going to sink your monthly budget, pull the trigger. Taylor? Cap, I don't do, uh, not for Christmas, maybe my birthday, I'll do like a trip or go to a game, a show, something like that, but not not for Christmas. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> Self-care. <laughs> so, Carlos told me earlier about something he did over the weekend where he did this um, escape room from Netflix for the new movie Glass Onion, which is like the sequel to Knives Out, where he kind of went through and did a bunch of puzzles with his friends and with some strangers, things like that. So, it got me thinking about how much I would hate that and how much I hate escape rooms. But if we, as a show unit, did an escape room, yeah. you think that you would be the most valuable asset Alan, that's your cap. Couldn't be more cap. I don't. <laughs> Couldn't be more cap. I just, I, I've i been in one of these before. I think it was around like Halloween a couple years ago. And they did one of these. They're popular. I don't know how popular they still are, but it sounds like they are. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? What are we doing? Why are we all huddling in the corner here? It's like, what we could be, there's, you know how many games are on right now? And this is what we're doing. I wasn't good at it. And I think it's more, more than anything else. I don't think I wanted to be there. And that's why I wasn't good at it. But even if I did want to be there, I'm looking at you guys to try to get us out of the room. <laughs> Trap? What he said. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, my interest level in that is. I think she's the, getting us out of the room. level. And, and I get very frustrated. Like if I couldn't figure it out right away, I'd be like, this sucks. 
Why, why did well, Emily? Why did you make us do this? This is a terrible <laughs> idea. You figure it out. I didn't want to come in the first place. I'd be, I'd be. Why is it so cold in here? <laughs> yes, I would be angry Starting. five minutes into it. So no, I, I'm not. I, even if I were forced into this, I would not be helpful at all. Taylor, fact, but for one reason, uh, when I'm in an awkward social situation that I don't want to be in, I find a way to get out. So I think I do well. He'd <laughs> <laughs> kick out of the kick down the wall. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I think that I will never I will never put myself into the situation because I already know I won't like it, but I think I might be decent at it. Taylor, but I think you, Alan would be best. Have you ever done one? Never. Emily, you have not done one? No. Neither have I. So you're the only one that's done it, right? I'm a vet. What was the but, theme? But you're well, the I'm only, a vet in the you're game. You're the only one that's been in this situation. Is there like what what are the skills you need it was, to it was get like, out of the room? What it was do you like need? a timer. It was, it was like five years ago or so. There was a timer involved, but it was also everything was okay. Hey, here's the clue. And is it problem clue, solving? Is it puzzles? Yeah. Is like what? what are, was what it are apocalypse the themed? No, not apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse themed. It's a it's a puzzle. That's what it is. Like the whole thing is. It's like a you know you find one clue and then that clue is supposed to help you get to the next step and then eventually like you're finding a key and that key is going to open up this lock. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, the streaming is not working. <laughs> and Carlos told me how to do this with strangers. Yeah, no go with with strangers either. And this, this is, is the kind of thing rule. that, like, if someone asked me to go on a first date and, like, go to a, an escape room, I would cancel the date and not see them anymore. Like, this is the kind of thing I would avoid this like the plague. So um, I know we. I usually go, like, in a circle and I go and I rotate with who answers first, but I think I'm going <laughs> to... Start with Travis in this one because I think I know what his answer is, but uh, you know, as the resident HOA lover of all of us, yes, <laughs> inflatables in the yard are no go. Travis, Fetter Cap, I'm going to surprise you here. <laughs> we have an inflatable in my front yard. Really? Yes, it's yeah. inflatable. We we do. Uh, it's a it's I think it's called a Fat Santa. I honestly think that's the name of it. And yeah, it's got the little <laughs> generator in the back, and yep. it comes on with the timer. And Fat Santa blows up, and he's on my front lawn. And oh, he, you're getting a letter. That's a frugal there. guy. I'm surprised you have it. But Susan is in charge of the decorating. Right. Is there a, a sombrero on top? Job. There's no sombrero on top of Fat Santa. And it's fine. I, I'm okay with holiday-themed things during the holidays. Now, if Fat Santa's there past the 1st of January, we've got a problem. <laughs> and that goes for all of my... My street is particularly festive. Like, we've got lights strung across from one side of the street to the other. Now... I'm not doing that, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> there are people on the street that are. Uh, yeah, who's so, paying for it? <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm pro inflatables for a very specific period of time. Do you run the extension cord to the neighbor's house and plug it in so it's their electricity <laughs> and not yours? It's, it's not a bad idea. Right Write that down. down. Yeah, right just here. put that in. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, yeah, I got no problem with it. I, I like when, you know, it's not for me. It's not for you. <laughs> But I'm sure there are kids and families around that you're like, hey, this is pretty cool. You know what's nice? So like, I'm okay with all that. When the neighborhood is decorated, it feels fun. Yeah, it feels. I'm with festive. you on that. Like my it kids feels like are, Christmas. my kids are it feels way like past Christmas. the age where mm-hmm. they get fired up like for that kind of. But it still feels like Christmas for sure. Taylor, cap. I like inflatables. I think um, it's just the right amount of trashy. You know, <laughs> well you know? said. It looks it looks good. And you should only have like one. So like there was a street. There was a uh, person on my street growing up. They had like. I want to say 50. Like it was a lot of inflatables, a lot of things in the front yard. And I was like, that's a little bit too much, but it also is like, next year, 60. (laughs) Keep it going. Yeah. And okay. So there's this thing going around my, my, um, parents, friend group, (laughs) this one mom, uh, just 
So have you ever, ever seen those like projected lights? Sure. So you have like, for to those who don't know, it's you stick something in the ground and then it projects lights onto the house and so you don't have to like actually e-string all the lights. Like a beam. Yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of <laughs> like mesmerizing if you stare at it for a minute or two. And right. it's only when a Western Conference team wins <laughs> up in Northern <laughs> California. Like green for the Pistons. So this one mom, she went around and just put those in people's lawns without their consent and just put them there. And it was kind of like, she was like, you've been beamed, is what she used to do. It's just kind of funny. All right, we had- I'm not doing that. I had, uh, <laughs> I had a cousin of mine when they were, this was probably like 15, 20 years ago. They lived right down the street from my parents' house. And they would always set up, like they were, they were into the whole Christmas, so they'd always set up stuff in the front yard. I'm not kidding. This was probably for like three, four years in a row- somebody would steal their Christmas stuff. And when Christmas ended, after the new year, someone would put them back. <laughs> like they were playing a prank like on them for years. They wouldn't damage the stuff. Right. They wouldn't steal the stuff. They would just give it back after They'd Christmas. Move They'd move it to an undisclosed location and then return it along the way. All right, so I have one more for you guys. So um, a show that I, I really like, uh, The White Lotus, had its finale yesterday. And it was a really interesting finale. It's also something that like involves... You know, a bunch of things in the air. But my roommate I usually watch it with, she couldn't watch it with me last night because she had to go to a play. So <laughs> I've been trying to hold it in all morning, not trying to text her about it, not trying to send her memes, all that good stuff. So you should feel bad if you spoil something for someone else, as in a TV show, movie, things like that. Taylor, Fetter Cap. I think this, you know, it being this recent, yes, fact, you should feel bad. And by the way, I started White Lotus, so don't spoil it. Woohoo, Do I won't like spoil it. it. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. It makes you want to go to Hawaii or Sicily. Uh, Travis? Yeah. I, w- look, if it's inadvertent and then you just feel kind of lousy about it for a minute or two, I'm, I'm going to also get over that pretty quickly. Like if I just inadvertently said, oh, can you believe the way that, I don't know, that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father? You're like, <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I would feel terrible about it for about five minutes. If, if you do it on purpose, you're a bad guy. Yeah. You're like a genuinely bad guy. Like if you're coming out of the theater in what would that be, 1980? You're like, can you believe that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father? You're a monster. Okay, <laughs> let me give you a perfect example in this. Better Call Saul. You and I were kind of watching it at the same time, mm-hmm. and there was you said to me, "You gotta watch this last episode." Yeah, and I'm like, okay. You're like, oh, so good. Oh, and. It's like was in you, and you were not trying to give out any details. You're like, oh, I'm like, all right, but don't say anything. You're like, well, something happens. You kind of left it at that. So I'm watching it, and let's say it's one hour long, 55 minutes in, that something hadn't (laughs) happened yet. So I'm like, well, something's going to happen. Yeah. And I didn't tell Lady Sleep because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know something's going to happen right now, and it happened. You didn't indirectly try to do something. You were overly excited about it. You didn't give away the teaser. It just happened to line up that way. I will try my best not to say anything to anybody because you're right. You just start watching and looking forward to it. I'm happy with the decision. Well, I, I know you are. <laughs> Literally fine. seven minutes left. I'm like, well, something's <laughs> happening here. Yeah, but you didn't know what. You didn't. Well, maybe you could process you kinda elimination. You kind of knew You could figure it out. Maybe that wasn't very My nice girl's like, oh my I, gosh. And again, I'm just sitting there like this. I'm I like, well, someone's going to have Travis said <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, so that makes me Not feel yet. a little bit better along the way. The Dodgers have done nothing. Should, should uh, the rest of baseball be worried? It's coming up next. It's Travis Salee, 710. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. ESPN. <laughs> so we got this tweet from Aaron Palmer who says the three worst groups to go to an escape room are every other kind of people, first dates, work team building, and friends. So no one should go to escape rooms. I was going to say, that doesn't leave a lot of uh, wiggle room there. <laughs> Just strangers. Doesn't No, nah, that's where you meet the ladies. That's what I've been told lately. It's kind that of would place. be an aggressive... For, like, that, that seems like a really bad idea. on a, like, Unless the... I, Emily, you help me out here. If, if you know the person is into escape rooms, then sure, we can go on an escape room as a first yeah. date. But if you're just, hey, you know, I'm kind of yeah. clicking with this person and let's go out. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. And you just right, they're going to go do a wine bar or an escape room, right? How about dinner? How about we go? <laughs> how about flag. we go grab dinner and maybe see a movie? I know that that's like super old, but yeah. it's also you're going to get a chance to chit chat. You're going to yeah. have something to do where you don't have to chit chat. But let's solve riddles together. Yeah, get you would see me at my worst. Hey, my we're going. Worst. We're going to an escape room. Wear knee pads and a helmet <laughs> and bring a torch and. <laughs> And don't ask any questions. I'll pick you up at six. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, Christmas decoration. People have got thoughts, Al. Let's go to Thomas in L.A. Thomas, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right. Um, just, just wanted to share with you guys. There's a really cool neighborhood in Torrance. They call it Candy Cane Lane. So they have this ridiculous amount of lights and decorations. Uh, there's families out there selling hot chocolate and churros. It's awesome. Um, I have kids 16, 10, and 6, and they all enjoyed it, man, pulling out their phones, taking videos, and taking pictures. So um, traffic is really it's, it's backed up, but it allows you to take your take time. Sometimes you need mm-hmm. to, yeah, you can hop out, take pictures, and Christmas music everywhere. So it's a really enjoyable experience. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Right on. Thanks, Thomas. Appreciate it, Thomas. That's good. Um, I was just thinking, when he started talking about Candy Cane Lane, um, your neck of the woods, I don't know exactly where you live in Pasadena, but Hastings Ranch, up by where it used to be, the whole neighborhood used to go bananas. I, it's 30 years ago, so mm-hmm. they may not do it anymore, but when I lived in Arcadia, we used to, Susan and I, when we were dating in high school, we used to go up there and look at the lights. There was, uh, there was a place, they do this in San Diego too, there's a couple spots, El Cajon on Pepper. There was a lot of houses to do it. Houses are connecting. They're connecting lights from one roof yeah. all the way across the street to another roof. Not doing um, that. No, that's pretty Keep your lights off, cool. off my gutter, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a Dave on my street. I, I'm guessing that that's pretty. And if actually, if we want to send people to certain neighborhoods, what's your address? <laughs> and you know the car is all going, <laughs> cars going that slow. You know what I thought of? I thought of you trying to get back, trying to get down to San Diego. Uh, That's I, the same pace. It was the same speed. I, I'm I I it's it's very rare in my life. Like I, I'm not saying that I can't be scared because sometimes something will happen out of the blue and it will frighten you. I, I'm I have fear as an emotion in my toolbox, but I can't remember the last time I was that steadily scared for that long of a time. It was a good solid hour of thinking I was going to drive off the road. It was very very and that road from hazard Palm lights. Desert hazard lights to time. San Diego mm-hmm. was. One lane each way. And by the way, the guys coming the other direction, they're driving, you know, Ford F-150 duallys going 80 down the thing, just nearly scraping, you know, side view mirror by side view mirror. I'm like, um, guys, try not to die here. Can you please chill out a little bit? I've never, I, I can't remember the last time I was that scared for that long. I, listen, I, I, we, we had this, 
Emily sent this, and it's a perfect tweet that was out there. We don't know what to do with cold weather. No. And you just mix anything that just takes us off of the... Foggy. And we're, by the way, we're sitting in the car. I love this. You know, I love this weather. And where's that text you sent about the Dolphins and the Chargers yesterday? What'd they have? Did you send me a text or was it a tweet? Oh, they had the heaters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the Dolphins tweet, yeah. had the heaters last night at SoFi. It was like 58 degrees. They don't know how to do this. I get that Miami is warm, but it's 58 degrees. Well, that that was... And it's like indoor at SoFi. I mean, there's it's kind quasi, of indoors. Yeah, yeah quasi indoors. But this goes back to we don't know how to do this. First of all, why do you have a heater there? Buffalo hosts Miami this weekend, and it's supposed to be in the 20s and snowing. <laughs> Good luck, Tua. They are going to... They're not going to show up. They're By going the to way, say, we'll just take the L. Is the jig up on Tua? The, the idea of that... Um, yeah, I know that they got off to a good start, but the last two games, he's looked dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. So he only started, what were they saying Yes, I know they're saying in the broadcast, because he's had these two freaking dude awful ow. concussions, I think he was. he's also gone out of his way not to run. Now, he was starting to scramble a little Did bit more you, I, I don't know about that. Now, I haven't watched every game, but la- I watched the game last night. Yeah. He was leading with his head the whole night long. When he's, he's getting that first down, you got the two plays, he goes in between them. It, no, I'm with you. I'm I, with you. I don't want I, I hope something never, ever bad happens to anybody. Slide. Dude, if you go Slide. in there head first and something happens to you, I don't, nobody can yell that it's the NFL's fault, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I don't know. It just, it, when I saw him go head first into two defenders, I'm like, what in the world is going on here? It was yeah. so scary. But he also had four completions in the first half. Is that <laughs> what he had? Four. Yeah, four, and look bad doing it. They hit the big one to Tyreek Hill, but that was about it. Did we look quick on the Chargers? I okay. know that you hate their guts, but mm-hmm. the, the Chargers, now that Justin Herbert looks a lot healthier, remember, what was it, week two or three, when the Chiefs sacked him and he broke his ribs, or no one ever said exactly what it was, but he could barely move, could barely breathe, could barely do all those things, and the Chargers weren't very good for a month and a half after that. He looked like Justin Herbert again so last he's night. He got looked terrific. Keenan Allen's back. Mike Williams is back. So he's also got some of his targets True. back. Um, we'll see. They have, of all the teams fighting for that final playoff spot, they have by far the easiest schedule left. Yeah. I think Denver's on there. I want to say Indy's on the there. The Rams. The Rams are on there. Yeah. No, they do. I mean, they, they play the Rams. <laughs> the way, the way you said it. Rams like, are 4-9. Al, Al, the Rams. They're 4-9. and nine. Um, They didn't get they the might get in because they're great. They, they might get in. You got the Jets I think keep in. losing games. As of today, are I they think in? they're in. I think they're the So then they jump the Jets and then yes. the Patriots are still. I think they have the tiebreaker against the Jets. Better Cut. conference record along the way, but they're in as of today. Straight in the phone call. Pasadena. Nathan. Nathan, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's up, guys? Local Pasadena guy. Uh, live over there by Huntington Hospital. Two recommendations. The Definitely the Hastings Ranch thing is still going on. Great. So must, must see. And then the other one for Slee would be on uh, Orange Grove, when they line up all the floats, oh yeah, the Rose Bowl parade at, at midnight, you know, or I mean, whenever you want to go over there at night, you know, take an adult beverage, walk around. It's definitely a sight to see. Appreciate Thanks, you, brother. Thank you. You should see the Hasten Grand Sings. I think you'd like that. Yeah, I'm texting and my girls who speak. The, uh, the don't, with all due respect to Nathan, don't yeah. do the floats before. Do them after. Like the the couple of days after, they sprinkle them around in all these different places. You can go see them. You can walk right, and then they're getting ready to dismantle them. Yeah, that go and look at them. My parents used to make me go when I was a kid, and it was okay. Look, this is stupid, As, but inside you're like, this is pretty cool. I'm 13. I'm supposed to hate everything. Yeah, right. It's, yep. it's like this sucks. 
Well, I want to go look at a bunch of flowers made to look like Mickey Mouse. It's stupid. Leave me alone for a little bit. Just drop me off here for a couple hours. And, then you, and then you go, you get there like, eh, that's pretty cool. That's all right, I guess. It's a Shania Twain concert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same kind way. Of the same thing. Yep. Kind of the same thing. All right, back to the Dodgers. They've done virtually nothing so far this offseason. Do they still make a move, and does it matter? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.